Today is Monday, November the 6th, 2023. Welcome to the show. On the program today, there is something strange going on in the labor market these days, and people are actually struggling to find work. We're going to look at the shift there. Also, RBC is warning of a major mortgage shock with almost a trillion dollars worth of mortgages coming due in the next few years. Plus, it looks like the BC legislation targeting short-term rentals is starting to take an effect. Let's get started with today's news. The lead story today just has to be what's been shaping up in the labor market over the last little while. A few months ago, when you think back, it was virtually impossible for businesses to find enough employees to staff their their stores, to staff their restaurants. How that script seems to have been shifted, today it's becoming harder and harder for people to even find a job. The latest unemployment numbers are in for both Canada and the US. Things are quite a bit tougher for those who have been looking for work in October. Here at home, we saw the unemployment rate that shifted up to 5.7%. That's a little bit higher than the 5.6% the market had been expecting. It's also an increase from the 5.5%. Now, we saw that in July, we saw that in August, and we saw that in September. So three months at 5.5%, that's now shifted up to uh, 5.7%. Unemployment is now at the highest level that it has been since January of 2022. So during the month of August, there were 17,500 jobs added to the uh, Canadian economy. That's down, that's lower than the expectations of 22,500. So this means that the number of jobless individuals here in Canada came in at 1.2 million, just more than that, 1,229,400. And that is up 40,300 just for the month. Importantly here, just over 60% of those who are unemployed have now been unemployed without a job for over a month. And that signals uh, the increasing difficulty that people are having uh, to find jobs. Another big issue here is that in the labor market, it's the full-time versus a part-time unemployment. And yes, not everybody wants to work for, uh, full-time, not everybody can work full-time, but if you're looking at supporting the higher cost of living that we're seeing these days, obviously with uh, the inflation uh, having been what it is, having, with prices having been what they are, generally full-time is considered a preferable. In October, full-time positions actually dropped 3.3% nationwide. Um, well, at the same time, the part-time positions, they actually increased 20.8%, and that follows a 47.9%, almost 48% increase in the month of September. Question, obviously, is why is this happening? Well, first of all, the leading headlines these days always seem to point at immigration, and it really has been booming here in Canada. And the fact is that we're accepting more immigrants than we can even create jobs for. Since the beginning of this year, since January of this year, the unemployment growth has averaged 28,000 jobs a month. Population growth though, that's averaging 81,000 people a month. And according to Stats Canada, there needs to be a creation of 50,000 jobs a month just to keep the unemployment rate steady. And we've seen that just tick up. In October, as an example, we saw 85,000 people added to the labor market here in Canada, but only 18,000 jobs were created. Another factor that has to be uh, contributing this is after you know three years of you know the the kind of I guess a certain segment of the, of the population living off of you know benefits from the government, living the easy life, you know deciding that experiences were more important than actually going out and working. We're starting to see a, a group of those people running out of money. They're facing reality and they're now back in the labor pool that's out looking uh, for work. So that's a contributing factor as well. And lastly, uh, we can't forget that this might just be another sign that this aggressive rate hikes that we've seen from the Bank of Canada might be starting to take hold and it might be sort of softening uh, the labor market. 
Now, also um, during October, the U.S. unemployment rate, it saw a 21-month uh, high. That came in at 3.9%, so way lower than here in Canada, but 3.9%. That was, again, there slightly above the market expectations of 3.8%. In September, the unemployment rate in the U.S. was 3.8%. Um, this report, October, the number of unemployed rose by 146,000. Uh, that now stands at 6.51 million people. Um, no doubt the same conditions that we're seeing here that are affecting the labor markets are having a similar effect um, in the U.S. The U.S. Federal Reserve, they've raised their target rate now uh, for federal fr funds from 0.25% in early 2022 uh, up to the current range of 525 to 5.5%. The Blossom community is continuing to grow. There's now around 60,000 members here in Canada. Some very exciting plans, I understand, for the next couple of months. If you are not a member yet, it's free to join. You just download the Blossom app. It's easy to get started. If you do set up a pro uh, profile, be sure to follow me. My username is Mark B, so M-A-R-C-B, and you can keep up to date on my holdings and the trades that I'm making. There is a recent report that's been put out by RBC Capital Markets, and this is saying that of all the mortgages in Canada with the major institutions, 60% of those mortgages will be up for renewal in the next three years, between 2024 and 2026. This is really setting up a potential disaster in what they're calling a, a payment shock uh, when it comes time for these people to renew their mortgages. And it spells uh, potential trouble for homeowners themselves who've been living at the edge of their comfort zone or the edge of their ability to actually pay their mortgages but also clearly that would be a potential problem for our banks. Uh, the RBC update, it reads, unless there are significant declines in interest rates, we believe that credit losses will inevitably rise, perhaps significantly in 2025 and beyond. Now in 2024, there are $186 billion worth of mortgages that are coming uh, up for renewal. Then when we shift up to 2025, that number goes up to $315 billion. And then just to top things off, it's expected that there will be $400 billion worth of mortgages that are maturing in 2026. Tiff Macklem, he's the governor, of course, of the Bank of Canada, and he's recently said that the first potential rate cut for the bank uh, will be middle of 2024, so middle of next year, possibly as late as 2025. It'll all depend on the economic data that come in between now and then. So if you are a mortgage holder, falls into this group probably would be prudent now to crunch some numbers look at your circumstances and make sure you're ready to handle the inevitable higher payments when they uh, when they do come due it looks like the new legislation in british columbia that is designed to prevent people from listing non-primary residence properties on airbnb similar uh, rental platforms looks like it is having an immediate effect, I would say. Um, according to an analysis done by the Globe and Mail, there are at least 22 condo owners uh, in a couple of dozen buildings in downtown Victoria, in this example, that have already put their units up for sale in the uh, last two weeks of October. Uh, these buildings that they're in actually do um, allow for short-term rentals, so it's not like they can't um, do this here. It seems to be a reaction to the new legislation. Uh, for comparison, uh, prior to the legislation being announced, there were nine units that were, that were listed for sale in early October. So quite a jump there. The new rules here, they're going to take effect in May of 2024. And it looks like investors who had previously purchased units with the sole intention, explicit intention, I would say, um, of renting them out to tourists or other short-term users, um, they're looking to exit that business. And under the uh, new legislation, the only situations where you could rent short-term units would be um, if they're part of your main or your personal residence. 
that would basically wipe out the majority of what are currently considered to be um, Airbnb, uh, Verbo, that type of uh, a company's units. Now, there are uh, a few limited exceptions to these uh, to these laws as well. There's a recent study that is out from McGill University. I covered that previously on this program. It found that about 16,000 of the 28,000 units uh, currently on short-term rental platforms in BC appear to be whole homes that are rented out repeatedly uh, for short stays. Now, in response um, to this legislation, Orion Rogers, he is a spokesperson for the Property Rights Association of BC. This is a group that represents about 2,300 property owners, most of them with short-term rentals. He said that many investors, they bought properties and they were under the impression that they were protected by existing municipality um, zoning, by, by bylaws. And the, uh, the new provincial law now overrides um, that activity that would be allowed by a municipal law. Now, he's certainly not alone. Uh, there's been a lot of controversy over these proposed laws here. You know, a lot of people have said the government is overstepping its boundaries. Uh, no doubt there will be significant litigation as this, uh, this issue works its way through the courts. Coming up for the balance of this week, there we are still in the middle of earnings season and there are a lot of um, earnings reports yet to come out. Um, some of the ones I'm focused on uh, later today, we have Realty Income reporting, also Finning. Uh, tomorrow, Uber will report, TransAlta, and tomorrow, the uh, Canada Balance of Trade report will be released. Wednesday, we have uh, earnings reports from Disney, we have Suncor, we have TransCanada. Um, also, in the insurance space, we have Manulife, we have Great West reporting, many more, of course. On Thursday, Rogers and Canadian Tire will report, and then Friday, um, Algonquin will report uh, as well. So if you are not subscribed to this program, I do this update every Monday, every Wednesday. I would uh, invite you to uh, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the upcoming um, episodes. I will put a link in this video to our Investing Academy. As always, I thank you for watching this video, and I look forward to seeing you in a couple of days.